Good evening. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Uh, today we're continuing on with the novena to Our Lady of Assumption. And uh, but before we do that, you know, it's always like things in the news or, or like I talked about. And uh, I've been following uh, uh, Father Chris Aloha, uh, from the National Shrine of Divine Mercy. And he has a three-part series called Explaining the Faith, the Catholic View of the End of Times. And it's five different points, he states, to show that it is the end of time, or it's not the end of time. So, uh, on YouTube, the first two, uh, part one and two, is already uh, been posted. If you want to listen to live tomorrow, I believe at 11 p.m., actually 11 a.m., I'm sorry. 11 a.m., uh, he will be the, the number third in the part. And some of the bullet points I wrote down on the first one. Uh, of course, uh, it's called, it's going to be like the unveiling. So that's what he calls the unveiling. And of course, the last seven years is the tribulation. And that, after that's complete, then it'll be a thousand year. Uh, reign with Jesus, and that's the time uh, I think I talked about where uh, uh, throw away your crosses because it was going to be about love and, and healthness and no dying, no sickness, no violence, only with our Lord for a thousand years. That is going to be a great time. Now, the seven years of tribulation before that may not be as great. <laughs> And uh, uh, the Catholic Church does uh, write and believes in the Antichrist. So we may talk about a little bit of a maybe profile. What would be the end? Who would be the Antichrist? What would it be like to be the Antichrist? And that the Antichrist will not appear in that seven years of tribulation until the halfway point. So in about three and a half years from the beginning of the tribulation to uh, the middle. And then that is when it's going to be a big challenge. Now, to survive the tribulation, one of the things uh, uh, Dr. Father Chris mentions uh, that you, and I think it's going to be Catholics, if it's everyone, then it may be everyone. But besides baptism, confirmation. They need to be, so those who have maybe already been baptized, they need to uh, look into being confirmed. Now, I think even now this year with the coronavirus, I think that they put it off and usually it's the uh, day before uh, Easter or Easter weekend that they do that. So, and on another note, on from uh, Dr. Taylor on his, this happens to be a coincidence that he mentioned Joe Biden, the candidate, uh, he says he's Catholic, and yes, I guess he was baptized Catholic, but he was never confirmed. So, uh, Joe Biden, I not, I don't want to go, oh, man, you know, probably. I can picture now, you know, his parents says, Joe, you, you need to be confirmed. And then what would be his response? Oh, man, do I have to? Can I do it later? Well, Joe, I think what you're 78, maybe you should be thinking about doing it now. 
because again, uh, Father Chris, and he's going off of his evidence, and I believe what he's stating, and he's, he's not saying it because of Joe Biden, because he doesn't even mention Joe Biden, but that you have to be confirmed, and or you would not make it through those seven years. <laughs> so, Joe, maybe if someone's listening to this on uh, 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 Catholics for Biden, uh, please let him know. And uh, I'm, I post posts on uh, Catholics for Trump and Catholics for Biden because I think all Catholics should be as, as informed as they can be. And uh, so let's talk about a little about the Antichrist. Well, according to the Bible, there definitely will be an Antichrist. This is not a make-believe person. <laughs> it will be an Antichrist. And then, what does, you know, what's, let's do a little profiling, you know, back in the day, of course, we never used to do it at FBI, but back in the day, uh, what is, what is profiling? You know what profiling is, you know, what can that person be? I mean, you know, let's say, of course, anti would be opposite of Jesus Christ. So that's kind of like, and then what did uh, Sister uh, uh, Lucia say from the, uh, uh, Mary? And what, what did she say in her, one of her dreams about, I think it was in the 1930s. And, um, she said the final, well, two things, the good point, and I think I mentioned a good thing is it's already been done. Mary has crushed Satan's head. It is over. If you remember, God knows the past, present, and the future. So in the future, it's already here and it's gone. That's the good news. But she was saying the, the last part, the big struggle between Jesus and Satan will be on the family. So you could you could uh, state, well, some of the things that uh, the Antichrist would be for. Well, it sounds like the big struggle with family, be two big things would be abortion, the killing of the unborn babies. And I thought I heard, and uh, we can verify that, uh, that you know, Black Lives Matter, but Tony West mentioned that for all these years, 22 million black lives were killed through abortion. And originally, and I kind of thought this, I kind of felt this way, originally when they started abortion, they were using it to get rid of blacks. 22, if it's really true, 22 million, that's bigger than some states, than some small countries. Think about that. What happened if those 22 million babies were born? How many doctors? How many scientists? How many professors? How many rappers, Kanye? <laughs> how many, a lot of sports, of course. A lot of people, good people, diverse people. You know, I, I, some of my black friends, they're not all alike, they're not the same. <laughs> they are diverse, Joe Biden. Just as, as Hispanic community is, so is, is the blacks. I mean, because you have different kind of blacks, Joe. Maybe you don't notice the you know, Delaware, you know, of course, original slave state, as you once said. Uh, let's see, what kind of blacks do you have, Joe? Of course, the American black. And how about uh, the blacks from Haiti? How about the blacks from uh, um, 
the islands, Caribbean. How about uh, the blacks from Africa? And that's a continent, <laughs> many countries in Africa. So the blacks, Joe, can be just as diverse. They don't all dislike the same things. Maybe you do. You think they like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I can't even say what's an example of what they like, but you know, like how Latins, they like certain rice and beans. <laughs> uh, I, I know uh, uh, someone was saying the different type of Latin group is trying to, what kind of beans they like, black beans, brown beans. Mm, I'm not sure what the third kind of beans are, but three kinds. And red, red kidney beans, I would say. So, uh, Joe, I think that was your insulting them. And then today, where the man from the CBS, a reporter just doing his job, you know, God forbid that a reporter does his job, Joe. You know, since it's come out and, and you know, Trump has made it an issue, I think you should be prepared. I, I'm surprised his people, I mean, I guess you can't even talk about it. Uh, oh, man. Now, I don't think it's a good response. If it was a white reporter or a Hispanic reporter, would you say, oh, uh, uh, were you tested for cocaine? Are you drug addict? So it's only blacks could be drug addicts, uh, Joe? Really? I think there's a lot of white drug addicts, too. I hate to tell you, doing more cocaine. Those rich white people who are marching on for Black Lives Matter, they're probably stoned out of their brains. Really, Joe? Wow, I can't believe it. And then the press is not even going to probably mention it. You know, they're going to cuddle you up like, oh, like a little baby. Oh, no, Joe, no, Joe, no, Joe, no, Joe. But anyway, so let's get back to the Antichrist. So we know the Antichrist is going to be basically pro-choice, killing of the unborn. That's a science. It's a science now, Joe. Maybe they didn't know about it. Science, you used to be against it, but now you're for it because you're for the left. Left, way left, the radical left. It used to be when it first came out, body parts. That's all it was, Joe. It wasn't a real human being. But now with DNA, son, sonograms, and I could, I could see the pictures of my, uh, my son when he was uh, in my wife's stomach. I could hear the, the heartbeat. I would, I, would, I would be reading stories to it. Bed, you know, bedtime stories, you know, real close up to my wife's stomach. And it would calm the, uh, my son. So much so, and I mentioned this a few times, when he was actually born, my son. You know, I ran right in. I was trying to put the little gown on. My wife was ran right in after 16 hours of labor. Then it was all of a sudden, let's go. And that's what happened. So I ran in. My son came. I had just popped out of my wife. And, uh, and then so they, they brought him. Up where there was a little area of cleaning, I had that's where I was standing, and I started talking to my son. He was crying, you know, most babies they talk to smack them and they're crying, right? Well, I started to talk to him. You know what he did? He stopped crying, and the doctor was wondering why did he stop? Why did he stop crying? Because he heard my voice. Wow, he was in my wife's stomach. He was a human, living human being. These are human beings, Joe. And you're partly responsible since you've been in the, uh, for those 22 black lives, million aborted lives that you're responsible for killing. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Really? 
Oh man, I didn't know I did that. Oh man. Really, Joe? Oh man, Joe. I didn't want it to be confirmed. Oh man, I'm going to, you know where. Oh man. Come on, Joe. Wake up, fight. The good news, Joe, divine mercy. God will forgive you if you change your ways. But time is running out, Joe, because even you know you're not going to probably even make a four-year term. Now, so who are you picking, Joe, as your VP? Well, we know it's a woman. And so I would think one candidate, since we don't really know who the candidate is, one candidate of the Antichrist would have to be pretty powerful, I would think. And it talks about, uh, could be Israel, it could be in the, uh, but how about the White House? How about as President of the United States? Joe, you don't make it the next uh, three and a half years. Your Vice President will become President, whoever she is. Joe always says it's a she, so. And if she has those feelings that kneeling down like Nancy Pelosi has everyone kneeling down and honoring like a god, Black Lives Matter. Hmm. So that, that, you know, we're already doing that. Imagine if Biden would actually get elected and what streets are going to be like in, in our cities. Wouldn't we have our attorney general, not Bill Barr, but Biden's attorney general, look at Obama's attorney generals, how bad they were. And you forgot, remember the little thing where the the latest, uh, uh, the last attorney general for uh, uh, Obama, Biden, on the tarmac, met Hillary? Really? Kind of, well, you don't think there was a little whitewash there? And how about with Durham coming out? That's going to be coming out. You don't know if it's before or after the election. But all the president's men, remember Nixon? Not going to go down. <laughs> Joe is not looking too good for you because you were in the meeting on, on that January 5th, the year that uh, uh, Trump took office. So you were part of the conspiracy, Joe. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. He started going, oh, yeah, yeah no, I don't remember. I, oh, man. <laughs> They caught me. Oh, man. Come on, Joe. Oh, man. So, uh, and let's see. Try and look and see what happened. So, if you do want to look at uh, up, uh, up the, he mentioned Matthew 24, 9. And so, all, all of 24 and 25 in the Bible, in Matthew, uh, has this about the tribulation and, and things like that. So, you can read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Or follow Chris. So the point I'm getting at, it's a good possibility that out of a Biden administration, I'm not saying Joe Biden is Antichrist. And sorry, Joe, I don't think that the devil would want you as Antichrist. You got to be a little bit sharper. Now, some people, I'm sure the Democrats think Trump is the Antichrist. But one problem with that, uh, you know, you can't be for life, pro-life. He actually went with his demonstrators and this past, you know, they do it once a year, I think in January, that he went with and talked to them. And his conservative judges, that's a big deal. 
and he wants to open the churches versus close down the churches. But we could have demonstrations, riots. It doesn't even matter. It's their, it's their right. Oh, wait. How about the freedom of religion, Catholics? Do you like the idea that they close down your churches and you can't have communion? You can't have adoration? You can't have a funeral? So now it's maybe six people could go to it. You can't even have last rites if you have coronavirus. You can't see it. You can't see that. This is the things that's happening, Catholics. Do you like that? Closing up your schools. That's not a good thing. Now it's, it's by <laughs> Chuck Schumer. Finally realizes, of course, it's the polls, that maybe closing the schools, people don't really like that idea. They have to go to work. How can they go to work if the kids are home? Who's going to babysit the children? That's the issue. That's a big issue for everyone. You know, common sense issues? The Democrats don't have common sense. That's the problem. And now he's realizing, uh-oh, they don't like it. Maybe we should turn a little bit away from that and say, oh, yeah, open the schools. <laughs> because they know they're going to get killed. If it's not a landslide, I'd be surprised. Not that Biden's going to win. Trump is going to win. I think it's going to be a landslide. I mean, it to me, it's no choice. But Catholics, don't be fooled with rhetoric. I mean, Joe Biden and the Democrats, they love to tell you things that doesn't happen. Who, who, let me see. Remind me, who who is that also that tells it? Oh, it's called, oh, Satan. Yeah, he, yeah. I think you're smarter than God. Yeah, but he does that Eve, the Eve effect. Have that apple, Adam. We're going to be like, God, if we just take a bite of it. And then he's too ashamed because he said, of course, later on, you blame him. It's all Eve's fault. And then uh, Eve says, no, it's the devil's fault. But guess who got in trouble? Mankind and womankind. So the question is, can, you know, since it's going to be a woman and could be possibly a woman president, do you believe it could be a woman antichrist? Hmm. Hey, women's rights. Look at Eve. It could be the new Eve effect. I call it the Eve effect. Because it's affected all of us. The Eve effect. They gave the apple. She got it from the devil, gave it to Adam, and boop. We were out of Garden Eden. And we have to go for all these years. I don't know how many thousands of years we had to go. And Jesus died for us, for our sins. He came to earth to die and be tortured. God bless Jesus Christ. That he did that for us. Otherwise, we'll be in deep trouble. We're all sinners. Joe, I understand that. Maybe you should go to confession. But it's a good idea. And then go to confirmation. Joe, oh man, Joe, better go to confession. And then uh, uh, say, hey, this abortion thing is not a good thing. I, I was wrong. Well, I was right before I was wrong. <laughs> he used to be against abortion on demand and things like that. But... Now you have to be to the far left. The far left, who was they going to vote for? Trump? Really, Joe? You could have went to the middle, but you chose. Oh, Jill, uh, your, uh, your wife, lovely wife, Jill, Biden. And she's supportive of you. And she still thinks you're a moderate. Maybe you're a moderate at home. In, in the, <laughs> but, you, but the policies you picked is not, not moderation at all. So... That's enough for me for politics for today. I apologize.
you know, sometimes I get going on that, but we're here for praise. So what we're praying for Joe Biden, that he gets confirmed before the uh, uh, tribulation, because he's not going to make it through the seven years if he doesn't get it. And uh, so let's, what I'm doing, praying the, the, the Lady of Assumption and the Vina. And they have as today as day one. So it's a little different. Mine was you could go back to uh, yesterday's and it's the same thing. So this one I think may be a little different. So let's see how it goes. Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you have destroyed the power of death, given the hope of eternal life in body and soul. You granted your mother a special place in your glory, and you did not allow decay to touch her body. As we rejoice in the assumption of Mary, give us the renewed confidence in the victory over death. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Immaculate Virgin, Mother of Jesus, Mother, we believe in your triumph assumption into heaven where the angels and saints acclaim you as queen of heaven and earth. We join them in praising you and bless you, the Lord who raised you up all those creatures. With them, we honor you. We are confident that you watch over our daily lives. And we ask you to intercede for us now and to put your special attention. I'm putting it for my son, Greg, uh, my prodigal son, Greg, hopefully come back to things that are changing in his life. So hopefully there's a God back in his life again. My wife, and she go back to the church. And uh, my mother-in-law, I believe she's still in the church, but not going to church like all of us. We're, we're not quite sure what to expect. We are confident by our faith in the coming resurrection that we look to you for prayers and comfort. After this earthly life, show us, Jesus, the blessed fruit of your womb. O King, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, O Queen assumed in heaven, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And uh, so that completes the uh, show for tonight. So again, I'll put the link in for Father Chris in his uh, uh, three-part series. So don't forget, if you can, maybe you could get live. I'm going to try that tomorrow at 11 a.m. And uh, and uh, listen to that. And don't forget to go listen to part one and two because it gives you a good insight. I, and I can always use good insight. And uh, it helps us in the, the five phases uh, that we know. If it's the end of times, I think number five, I think most of four out of five we have. One of the five is the conversion of the Jews. So I know some Jews believe that Jesus uh, is more than a prophet or more than this an angel, which some believe that, but that he is actually the true son of God and uh, he will come again. To rule for a thousand or more years and 
that's going to be a great thousand years because that's when it's going to be no death, no sickness. So we're going to come off, Jesus is going to come off the, uh, the rosary. Like I told the story how, uh, which I have it hanging up on my, my, my picture of I trust in you, Jesus, divine mercy picture. How it came to me was the little cross came off. And a few days later, uh, a friend of mine who was also a co-worker, was a co-worker, ha happened to him too. So it happened to two different people. And then I said, well, what does that mean? And so after the thousand-year reign, Jesus will not be on the cross anymore because all our crosses that we bear will be gone. It'd be a thousand years of splendor. So that's what we have to look forward to. So we may have to go through a little, that's what's called turbulation. <laughs> you know, like the airplane ride. We will make our destiny. It just may be a little bumpy. <laughs> And have faith in God and uh, and pray the uh, chaplet of divine mercy. And that, I mean, that's going to be one of my goals. I think at least starting on a Friday, it's maybe. Uh, I sign up for Zoom. And I still have to figure out how, you know, I can invite people by a link. And then maybe uh, be doing and then put the link also on my podcast. So you could go and join it if you like and, and join live. Uh the Chaplet of Divine Mercy on a 3 p.m. Thinking of maybe doing starting it on a Friday. So uh, we'll see how that works. Uh, or maybe another day. <laughs> you know, give give me input what day you like. I mean, eventually we could do maybe five days a week. And then we could do it more often. But I have to get it set up first. But wouldn't it be great? Divine Mercy, 3 o'clock hour. We could be doing a Zoom together. So I'm not just a pretty voice. <laughs> I'm only kidding, guys. But anyway, that we would, uh, we could pray together. You know, I, I know right now you pray with me after I post it and things like that, but we could do it live at the same time. Remember what I always said, two or more praying together, God, God Jesus will be with us. So um, thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, again, like any comments, you know, uh, sometimes maybe you might think I'm a little bit too radical. That's a possibility. I try to go by what the Holy Spirit is giving me, but you never know. Holy Spirit, I don't know. He's on the right side, not necessary. Which political side it's going to be. So again, uh, thank you for listening. And again, you could always make comments on the, my podcast at peoplepodcast.com. My email is at wryoung12, the number 12, at yahoo.com. Or I am on Twitter at prayer, capital, and lunch, my Twitter account. So thank you for all of those listening to me, and uh, God be with you. Amen.